Hello and welcome to a special bonus episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. This episode is to commemorate and celebrate all things that is Game of Thrones. Tony and Nanny go step by step through the final season. Enjoy. everyone, it's Tony the Movie Guy, and this is a special bonus episode of the Tony the Movie Guy podcast, because we are going to talk about the Game of Thrones finale. Right, Miss Money Any? Yes. <laughs> You're still doing that. So funny. How's the theme go? I actually have that as my ringtone. If you want to call me. That's Okay. Anyway, so um, exciting. So, Game of Thrones went for eight seasons, uh, arguably the greatest television show ever produced. I think so. Um, changed the landscape of TV and what was possible for TV. Absolutely. Finally, came to an end this past Sunday with its finale. And my God, this entire season has been so divisive amongst fans, which we're going to talk about. Um, But I'm a true fan. And, uh, you know, as you know, the Tony and the Movie Guy podcast, our show, we look at positivity. We look at if we're fans of something, well, then we, we better damn well enjoy it. Absolutely. Of course, I can nitpick. Of course, there are there are things I can critique. You can critique anything. It's not perfect. Yes. And I will say this final season definitely uh, was not short of plot points and things that didn't add up. I will agree with that uh, sure. just as a general thing. Uh, but man, it's Game of Thrones and I was still satisfied. And I guess the biggest, um, and we'll discuss this more later, but the biggest, I would say... Um, point from fans that seems to come up over and over again is that it was hurried. Yes, it was six episodes when usually it was, what, 10, 12? Usually 10, although it was six episodes and most of them were like 90 minutes. Yes, but, but still, with what they I were trying it. to fit in, I think that was one of the big things. Would yeah. you agree? Yeah, absolutely. And obviously the character development and kind of what happened with exactly. the characters is the big thing that everyone's kind of you know, crying their eyes out and up in arms about. And some of it I get. And yes, yeah. we will talk about it. But damn it, it was Game of Thrones. And uh, honestly, when it was over, I was sad. Me too. I felt yeah. this like emptiness, this sense of loss, because I have been obsessed with this show for eight years, nine years. Nine years you know, yeah. uh, you know, every Sunday, it was like the thing to watch. Exactly. I, I don't think I almost ever missed uh, you know, a live episode when it actually was released on Sunday. It was an event. And I don't think I mean? any show has managed to um, equal that unity across the world, not right. just America, but, yeah, it was, it's you know, huge. our friends in England who on Mondays yell at us because we're posting spoilers. They right. haven't seen it yet. You know, people getting up at four in the morning in the UK to watch the show. Yeah. I mean, it has the most hardcore obsessed fan base. And it's well-deserved because the show's incredible. The characters are so incredible. The production design, incredible. So what I want to do is we will focus on kind of the finale and our thoughts, our likes, our dislikes, and so on. I'm just going to kind of breeze through this last season because you're right. It was only six episodes. Um, Just so we kind of recap it. And we'll talk about things as we go on. through it but um i wanted to do this bonus episode because it's done it's over and everyone's talking about it so there's kind of no better time to uh talk about it now and like you and i haven't even discussed it i, know. I haven't i've kind of been keeping my you know thoughts bottled up in terms of discussions and debate well that's not totally true like my, <laughs> well my roommate david you know yeah i'm calling him out i mean he, he's one of the people who signed the petition he couldn't stand oh, it crikey. but you know we'll get there we'll talk about that um, but okay, good. So season eight, um, it started kind of okay. Um, episode one, there wasn't really anything hugely memorable there other than Sam telling John his true heritage. Correct. That yeah, he is Aegon Targaryen. He's the rightful heir to the throne. He has a claim over even Khaleesi. Correct. Right. And that episode gives you also 
what I think was significant, a good sense of how Khaleesi is not going to have an easy time or be loved by the people, right. which sets the stage for what's to come. Right. Well, that's also in that episode is where she it's like, oops. And she tells Sam that basically she roasted his yeah. brother and his father Hello. alive. You know, what does that say? <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. Um, episode two, um, John tells Danny, Danny Targaryen, the truth. Um, you know, and basically in his mind, he can't really just keep shagging his aunt, you know, she's, <laughs> well put, Tony. she's well put. a Targaryen. So she's kind of like, what's the big deal? Well, it ruins it for him and not, it, it's kind of tragic because they just have blossomed this wonderful romance very quickly. And now it's basically over. Yeah. And they're the two hottest characters on yeah. the show. And so everyone was like, yay, incest, you know, <laughs> which is so funny because well, when Jamie and Cersei were doing it, it was like, Ew. well, okay, brother and sister, aunt and nephew. I mean, they are both bad, but well, yeah. <laughs> See, uh, I mean, that's you're my born point. <laughs> out of the same vagina as twins. It's pretty gross. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anyway, and then uh, I don't I actually don't remember if it's episode two or three, but uh, John also tells you know, uh, his um, uh, Arya and Sansa, his sisters. Uh, and Bran already knows. Well, it's either two or battle, three. No? Yeah, so it must have been must episode have been the two then. Yeah, two. so it must be in episode two. So he uh, tells them that he is, uh, you know, a Targaryen and he has the right no, to claim to No, he tells them after the battle. Cause, okay. Uh, he tells them in four. I just rewatched it. Uh, the event I was at, it's afterwards. After okay, the okay, battle. good. Yeah. So we'll get there. And then uh, episode three, which... You know, to me, despite any lowlights of the last season, episode three to me was a masterpiece. It was a complete masterpiece. I've watched it four times. So good. The first time I watched it, I mean, I could not breathe. I I agree with you. The tension. Because this was the, the big climatic battle with the Night King. All your favorite characters together. And it, it was like... um who's gonna die i mean there were big death poles and there was just so much tension and everyone complained and this is i mean come on this is where we're getting really ridiculous annoying (laughs) it's so dark i mean it was shot at night time it was shot at night and that's what the episode's called the long night right i know if they had had a bunch of spotlights those same people would have probably complained (laughs) why is it so bright i'm like how do you put spotlights to try and light up the nighttime it doesn't make sense yeah, exactly. and also i'm like what tvs were some people watching this I on know, you know really. now yes i do it have a nice gorgeous dark. tv but it was enough to see and there was confusion war and battle is confusion it is what it is it's mass confusion exactly and oh the music can we talk about oh my the god music? especially in episode three i yes. downloaded it i've listened to yes. it so many times that music it's the same guy who's done his, his name's like ramin Nadu. rami yeah i'm sorry he's I amazing don't, don't remember his name but his the music's incredible but um in episode three I, it came out of nowhere to me like it it aided the the tension the 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 horror yeah. the beauty so well it was incredible. It made every scene, especially the fight scenes, seem like a dance. Right. Especially that scene with Arya in the library. Yeah. With the zombie, well, the ni- the White Walkers. Oh, that was so tense. So good. Yeah. Anyway, this is a couple episodes ago, so we're not going to recap episode three. But, but, was great. but that was my highlight of this. Se- I just, I, that episode I yeah. thought was incredible incredible including the um, demise of the night king I and it, was it totally brilliant. delivered the night king died Arya came out of nowhere like a <laughs> motherfucking badass yeah. and took him out i thought it was incredible agreed um we lost jorah mormont doing what he always wanted to do protecting khaleesi that was beautiful and tragic we lost theon but he restored his his honor yep. with his family with that his was last beautiful moments, yeah. brands like you're a good man Thank you, Theon. You know, we lost um, that guy from the, the Night's Watch that I don't <laughs> yeah, remember guy. his name. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> Edit or something. Yeah. Um, we lost Beric with the eye patch. Yeah. <laughs> we lost, um, uh, who else did we lose? Oh, well, Melisandre, yeah. the red lady in red. Um, and then the little badass chick, Lyanna Mormont. That was wicked. Um, which yeah. was wicked. Uh, and then, of course, as we said, Arya took out the Night King. Um, but incredible i i don't understand people well, I, in that one the only pe- thing people really did complain about um you know was 
it's so dark. You yeah. Know? Um, which, come on. I've watched it four times. I, I, I was fine. I would say it was my absolute favorite in the season. Yeah, that, it was. In, episode, was yeah. It's in my top five, ten episodes of the entire Agreed. show yeah. for me. Agreed. It was. It's up there with Hard Home, Battle of the Bastards, yep. uh, Reigns of Castamir, uh, The Mountain and the Viper, which like off the top of my head are so, like my all-time favorite episodes. And it was incredible. Um, you know, and I didn't think it was rushed killing the Night King. It kind of made sense. I mean, he's he's been a, a plot point for seasons. Did I guess, you feel it was rushed? Um, at points, the only thing is it's like he shows up mm-hmm. and gets killed. Right. So I guess people's point was more like there wasn't much of a fight for him i mean he did you know on the dragon and this and that i only looked at that when other people started saying it for me it wasn't right i mean i would agree with his badass deputy commanders with the long hair they look so spooky and badass and they kind of did nothing apart from just walk in that's true (laughs) so i'd agree on them but still again you can nitpick things like that it didn't yeah but it was incredible for me and i'll agree there were times when i thought like you know, Brienne and uh, Jamie and different characters had died like five times and Grey Worm. It was just mass hysteria right. and confusion. But I think that was kind of the point. Yeah. Okay, we'll move on from that. So episode four, so you're right. That's when John tells Sansa and Arya his heritage, tells yeah. them to promise not to tell anyone else. And then Sansa <laughs> immediately tells Tyrion, who immediately tells Varys. It's so funny. And Danny <laughs> begs him not right. to, basically, and tries to kiss him again, and he won't have her. Right. And I think that's where it starts getting bad for her right and then also she's just lost jorah which was a a huge you know uh you know shot to the heart for her um yeah so anyway um in episode four um now they're trying to fight the the main final battle against cersei you know to take king's landing and that's when um in this episode i will admit when the uh, boats, the Golden Army's boats just kind of come out of nowhere. I think you're one ahead because this is the one with the, the the big feast and all of that. And Episode then, four? Yeah, and Jamie sleeps with... Yeah, Brienne, that's yeah. right. But then later on in that episode... Oh, oh I thought um, that was in Euron five. Euron Greyjoy, no, um, shoots the scorpions. That's right. And you're totally kills right. one of her dragons. Yep. Yep. And then they capture Masande and then they yep. behead Masande. Correct. And then... It, ends with like Daenerys Targaryen now you can see she's gonna snap again that's why I don't understand when everyone's all up in arms about oh my god all of a sudden she we've been seeing foreshadows of her I mean she said right in the first season that she'll take these lands with fire and blood yeah you know and we've seen her do these things but anyway at the end of that episode when they behead Masande who's like one of her best friends and confidants you just see that look on her face like she is going to absolutely fuck shit yeah. up. That was um, a brilliant episode, and I loved, uh, I loved everything in that episode. Yeah, too. I, I enjoyed. I really it. liked it. I enjoyed it. I felt it slowed down a bit. I did like Brienne and Jamie, although I really wanted Tormund to get his with <laughs> Brienne. You know, I know, um, but still. Um, you know, and, and then I know people were also really upset that Jamie just suddenly left to go be with his sister. But again, I kind of get it. Totally. I mean, he's blinded by love. He says right in the first episode, the things you do for love. I mean, he can't get away from his sister. He knows she's evil, but he can't. He just can't get he, out. He yeah. can't get away from that. We've he all had her. relationships like that where you know the person's awfully wrong for you. You know you shouldn't be with them. But you can't freaking stop. Yeah, you just exactly. can't. And he he has such a blind spot and can't even see, but he has to be with her. Exactly. And we'll talk about that more when we get to the finale. But that's why it didn't bother me. I didn't no. you know, a it lot was of people in are, character. Yeah, a lot of people feel like the characters just changed so much. I don't think that's no. true. There's a few qualms about that that I will talk about. Okay. But generally, no, I kind of I saw it coming, especially with Daenerys yeah. I re- I mean we've been saying that for two or three seasons like ooh I've said I a year ago months ago I saw people like oh I'm not really liking Khaleesi anymore she's getting a little bitchy No if you know? actually look from like rewatch the entire eight seasons yeah. she's not super likable ever Right She frees the slaves okay great you know But she uh, kills all the slaves masters Yeah to get it done yeah. it's pretty freaking awful Right And then from there on she has that that short affair with um a hot dude 
and she pretty much kicks him out of her bed and says, yeah, status wise, you can't be with me. Right. He's like madly in love with her. Yeah. She does a lot of really kind oh, of... Look what she does with her brother. Yeah, and he's despicable. a total dick. She gets away with it because she's... she's Mother of dragons. Well, no, and she's taking out evil people as well. Most of the time, you know? yeah. Um, and that's why kind of at the end, then it's kind of, there's no excuse or justification. Yeah. But you've seen this building for a while. Totally. And her dad was the fucking mad king. I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? It wasn't a shock to me at all. I right. completely saw it coming. Okay, so episode five is where shit got so controversial. <laughs> and this is when just fans just went... They couldn't have. Nuts, but became such babies. Yeah, they couldn't um, have it. You know, and look, I get some of it, but... it. Look, number one, the battle was... In the daytime. So come on, it was light, guys. It wasn't dark. <laughs> um, but in episode five, um, you know, it opens with, uh, you know, her burning Varys alive. Yeah. You know, so you already know she kind of means business for treason, but that's kind of still justified. Yeah. Um, and then basically now she's going to take out King's Landing. Yeah. And Tyrion is pleading, look, when the bells ring, yeah. uh, you know, don't kill anyone. That Let means them sur they're surrendering. They're surrendering. Yeah. You've won. You know. Okay. Here's one thing that, as as a point that I did feel was rushed, but again, I still enjoyed it. It was interesting how in the earlier episode, the ships came out of nowhere, took down one of her dragons. I, I agree with you. With yeah. like no problem, a little bit too shockingly, and then suddenly in episode five. Her dragon is suddenly like dodging Maverick yeah. out of Top Gun, dodging all yeah, of them. Yeah. I guess she strategized to take out the Scorpions or something. I don't know. But she took them out way too easy. Agreed. That was a bit odd. Yeah, I agree and then with that. the Golden Army had been kind of talked about, and literally they did <laughs> absolutely nothing. I there was agree. not much of a battle. So I did find that a little rushed. Like anticlimactic. Yeah, yeah. But, but okay. Um, but the bottom line is. Um, she is, she's basically won. The bells ring. Already, yeah. You know, she's taken King's Landing. Cersei's up in the freaking, you know, red, red keep. you know, red keep thing. And like, oh shit, starting to kind of realize I'm fucked. All of her scorpions are destroyed. Um, and Danny sees the red keep and she's overcome by anger, grief, rage, whatever it is. She's on Drogon, her dragon. Bad name for a dragon, by the yes. way. Drogon the dragon. And she goes, fuck it. And this is where she really kind of shows the true colors of being a tyrant yeah. because that is what she is. She's not, I don't think she was ever pure evil. I no. don't think that Cersei was pure evil, but this is where she shows that she would be another tyrant, yep. you know, because she's overcome by her misemotions and her rage. But she can't be as a, as a ruler. As a ruler, yeah. And she just lets rip and goes apeshit on, you know, Killing King's Landing. Men, women, and children. And Drogon just burns the entire place down. Men, women, children. Her own men as well, you yeah. know? Um, and that was like, fuck. Um, okay. Was it justified? Absolutely her action? not. It, no. it wasn't. Could you understand her motivations? Not really. Okay. So it's not okay. I understand kind of how she got to that point, which is why it wasn't a surprise to me. Well, John has shunned her. She's lost Jorah. She's lost Masande. You know, I understand why she does that. And she's always said that she will take it with fire and blood. But again, it shows kind of her true colors yeah. and what she's willing to do and the length she'll go to. Having said that, though, you know, Jon Snow has lost his father, you know, a lover. Uh, you know, they've lost, they've all lost people and had horrific losses throughout right. the seasons. Yeah. They've experienced excruciating things. It's how you then deal with that yeah. as a person and then as an authority that makes you a good ruler. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, none of how she got there is, of course, like you said, it's not justified. Right. But also, yeah, it's just like, she had such a way out. Yeah. She was already there. Yeah, she had won and she decided to burn the place down. With no... And that was the switch. I mean, just and the... to me, that wasn't sudden. It, it had been building. And she says it was because, you know, they all followed. They were all basically Cersei's subjects and therefore they were all But not the children. Not right, the not all the little kids, yeah. all the women, the people that live there. They're just living there. Right. Trying to survive and... That is inexcusable for anyone. It, that's like an army coming into a country and, you know, killing what? all it's the like war. like Hitler. <laughs> yeah, killing people for no reason 
instead of just the soldiers. Yeah, who, by the way, a lot of people said Hitler was very charismatic. Um, Good old Winnie Churchill said, I'm glad I never met the man because I probably would have liked him. Yeah. Like I would have seen how charming he was. Yeah, he was and he was funny one of the most charming. evil, sadistic motherfuckers on planet Earth. Yeah. You know? And again, I don't liken her with that, but it's funny. In the last episode, she said she kind of she got her inspiration from Hitler on that whole speech in the last episode. Interesting. Um, but anyway, okay, so she's gone full mad queen. And again, we saw that coming. We I did. I saw it coming. Yeah. It's tragic, but I saw it coming. Um Episode five, um, another thing. Uh, so Jamie gets into King's Landing. Which, oh, by the way, uh, kind of important detail. Tyrion obviously frees him. So, right, so yeah. Tyrion commits treason himself yeah. and frees his brother. They have that very that beautiful episode. moment yeah, together. When beautiful. that happened and he's like, you're the only one who ever looked after me. I wouldn't be alive without you, Tyrion says and that to Jamie. Cry. And they both cry and hug. I knew one of them was going. Yeah, of course. Uh, and I hoped and kind of knew it was Jamie. Yeah. Um, but Jamie has this whole fight with Euron Greyjoy. Euron's character was odd. It was he's an odd one. He's been around for two or three seasons. I liked the relish and how much fun he had with this character. <laughs> yes. But otherwise, he didn't really serve any point. I know. You know, and he's like, I'm I the man who killed Jamie Lannister. And they have this battle and Jamie does kill him, but he gets yeah. kind of mortally he's wounded. He's trying to fuck the queen. It's like all a bit out, yeah. of, out of story. I know. A little odd. Um, he, he doesn't need to exist really in the story. Exactly. Particularly. Exactly. Um, and then, okay. And here's another plot issue that was odd to me. Um, Arya, who has just turned into the most badass assassin of all time and is hell-bent on revenge and just like, I mean, let's face it, as much as we love her, she is a cold-blooded killer. Yeah. You know, Um, and she's, you know, gone with the hound to To King's Landing to kill Cersei. And as, you know, the place is coming down, he just stops her and he's like, get out, (laughs) turn back, get out. You're going to end up like me. You know, you don't you don't want this. And she just suddenly changes her mind. That's something I agree was kind of rushed. It's out of character. That did yeah. seem out of character for um, Arya. It made sense for the story because mm-hmm. she would have died if she had gone with him. But that was odd that she suddenly changed her mind. And then she was like, Sandor, thank you. I love that she called him Sandor. She called him his name. It showed humanity. Totally. Not the hound. But um, that was actually quite a beautiful moment. Despite yeah. you're right. It doesn't quite make sense for her. It, it was still That's beautiful. something I would agree that was kind of rushed. Yeah. You know, much more than Danny. Danny, that made sense to me. I didn't yeah. feel that was rushed. Okay. My all time favorite thing of episode five that made nothing else matter was Cleegan Bowl. I've been wanting Cleegan Bowl for like... <laughs> Four, five seasons. <laughs> yeah. The Hound is one of my all-time favorite characters. Totally. You know, especially for someone who's not even a primary character. He's incredible. He yeah. just lit up the screen. I fucking loved him when I thought he died. Like, that episode with the battle mm-hmm. with him in Brienne is mm-hmm. one of my favorite. I was so sad. I was so happy when he came back. Uh, he's, he showed so much growth from just being yeah. such a sadistic And he's still bastard. a dick. But, but he really cares he for cares. Sansa. He cares for Arya. And he does have nobility. Yeah. Um, and I've wanted him to face up against the mountain, especially after that episode when the mountain takes out the viper. And oh, I, I knew the only person who should fight and defeat the mountain was the of Hound. Of course. They're brothers. That was a brilliant scene. That the choreography yeah. including Cersei kind of slipping away that like, was kind of uh, funny how she just kind of walks away I'm, I'm staying out of this right one. but you see like you know the roof is caved in yeah. so it's all bright light and the, the dragon is like circling up in the, circling and high burning everything down and things are crumbling around them and he knocks the mountain's helmet off so yeah. you see zombie Frankenstein mountain for the first yeah. time and he's just like you fucker yeah that's what you look like and oh, when he almost pops out the hound's oh, eyes so and you think gross. it's going to be the same thing that happens to the viper. And then he puts the fucking sword right through his head, but he still goes. And then the hound just realizes uh, the, only the only way, way yeah. I can kill this guy is by knocking him into the fire. And the hound is afraid and terrified of fire because the mountain burned him as a child. And then he just jumps and throws them both over into the abyss of flames i thought that was beautiful i thought it was shot beautifully and some people told me it was so hollywood i'm like what the fuck are you talking about the only reason it's hollywood is it's everything i dreamed it would be it was so satisfying absolutely uh did you watch any of the behind the scenes on that oh yeah absolutely what went into that fight and and um the hound like 
getting pretty much beaten to a pulp for like 10 hours straight on filming for that fight. Right. Like he just kept on going. And these are two huge motherfuckers. And they were not like, yes, it's of course it's a quote unquote pretend fight. Right. But, but these guys get oh, they were super throwing into it. Around. And yeah. the mountain is like, isn't he like seven foot two, yeah. that guy? So when he weighs would, like 400 pounds. So when he would throw him, he would look, he would actually be thrown. Right. And there's a, there's a behind the scenes shot that was incredible where he's literally catching his breath and he spits out blood. And, he, and they, they, they walk over to him like the AD, like, are you okay? okay? <laughs> and he's like, yep, let's carry on going. It's worth it for the art. Yeah. Anyway, that was so satisfying for me. Nothing else mattered. You know, cause again, I was watching it with my my roommate to be, and he's like, it's so cheesy. I can't stand it. When that happened, I was just like, yes. No, I loved I, it too. I, I loved it. Um, and again, there were some faults. There sure. were some plot issues with this episode, but that just made everything absolutely amazing. Okay, we already discussed Danny. You know, I think we get that. So then kind of the final main thing of episode five is obviously Jamie and Cersei. Yeah. So this was the other thing that drove fans, you know, crazy, was very divisive. Because obviously, and look, I get where people are coming from. Cersei is so nasty, so evil. Has done so many horrible things. And people wanted her to die in the most despicable way possible. But how she dies where people felt it kind of fell flat to me was so poetic. I 100% agree. Number she one, just watched her kingdom crumble, crumble in front of her eyes. She, it, what it showed was a woman stripped of yeah. all of her power, all of her confidence. And she was basically just a helpless girl, a helpless yeah. little girl, yeah. you know, a feeble woman with no power or confidence. I thought and it was the brilliant. One person who loves her despite all of her faults was there with her. Yeah. Jamie. Because he couldn't get away. And I thought that moment between them was so tender because it made you almost care. Humanize because, them, yeah. Because, well, you love, you do love Jamie. Yeah. I, uh, Jamie is someone who... Though you pe- think he's a prick for, for continually sure, going back to her. Sure, but people have forgotten that in the first three seasons, he was pure evil. You, yeah. He's the one who crippled freaking Bran, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and he makes that point. He's like, you think yeah, I'm a good man. I did this, I did this, I did yeah. this, I did this, and I did it all for Cersei. Right. He had such an incredible character arc but you're right he's blinded by love for this woman and he's there with her and the 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 place is crumbling he's like nothing matters it's just you and i just look at me and the place crumbles i loved it they get crushed alive and to me it was beautiful because you're right it shows everything kind of she's lost everything yeah i I mean and she's terrified which is what you want look if she died in like say a knife fight or this or that or being tortured or We've already seen her be, it's what you, you know, expect. tortured when she, you know, shame and all of that. We've seen yeah. a lot of her, you know, kind of torturous things being done to her too. This was worse for her. She was Much nothing worse. without her power. Yeah. And she also took down the one person who loved her with yeah. her. You know what I mean? So to me, it was really fitting and quite poetic. Uh, it totally made sense to and me. And honestly, most people... Um, who are my friends felt the same way. Yeah. They and, liked it. And for Jamie as well, because a lot of people are like, after all of this, Jamie just goes back to her. We well, always yeah. knew she was his one weakness. It's sad, but it's fitting. Yeah. It like, really it's not is. what you want from the person, but that's Game of Thrones. It really is. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, that's episode five. And then, you know, Arya wakes up in the rubble and that beautiful horse comes out of nowhere. And I didn't really get that. I think it was simply just how she escaped. Everyone thought that was like signifying death and she was actually dead. But now she was death impersonified. And I didn't know what the hell that was. about. It's the same horse that the guy at the beginning was on. That's all that really was. I I guess. I guess so. I think it was just how she got away. (laughs) You know, Um, I I didn't see much like spirituality in that moment or anything. I don't know. But that episode ends with with just the rubble and devastation. Yeah. And now you're just like, what the fuck? And now fans are just going ape shit. Yep. It just got ridiculous. It was just debate after debate, squabble after squabble. And this goddamn petition that started as a I joke. Mean, seriously. And within days had over 1 million signatures. Yeah, I guarantee you those 1 million signatures is some guy in his freaking basement. Like, I don't know, 
repeating, you know, a same signature over again. Well, no, uh, here's what actually happened. A lot of people got on the bandwagon and signed it just because they thought it was so funny. That is the truth. It's ridiculous. Uh, I I know. Honestly, I find it disgusting. Uh, You know, you probably heard Ali Plum talk about this. He's like, guys, get a life. These people work their guts out for 10 months producing it. And to me... As somebody who, you know, I've been on set, I'm really into movies. You and I always talk about any movie, even a bad movie, is a movie. And people work hard at these things. If you don't agree with the plot, okay, it's a story. On the other hand, I'm kind of Switzerland. Everyone's going to have their opinion and their viewpoints, and that's okay. Yes, but it a petition really to redo it is a little much. Well, that's much. what's funny, yeah. So the guy it's who did it, his much. idea was to basically have the creators rewrite it and redo the entire season, yeah. which because is hilarious. Because you're, you're going to get that done. It's never going to happen. <laughs> because uh, the studio three, has that many millions. Episode three alone <laughs> cost $100 million right. to make. Yeah, it's a ridiculous idea. Anyway, anyway it, I do find it funny, but... Again, it's it shows how emotional and how invested people yeah. get, but also it, it kind of makes it a bit. I mean, the same thing happens with Star Wars. You know, yeah. nowadays, unfortunately, fandom can get a little ridiculous. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like but democracy it on a flip, like a bit too much. Yeah. Like let the artists do their work. Well, here's what I always say: if you're a fan of something, you want to enjoy it. Yeah. So even like the Last Jedi, you know, the way it handled Luke Skywalker and so I didn't love that. But now for all these people who decide it's the worst thing ever and they've ruined the Skywalker trilogy, they've made that decision for the rest of their life that yep. Star Wars is now ruined forever. Yeah. And you know what? There's so much to find about that movie that's truly incredible. Totally. Despite big plot points. That's how I felt about this season especially because Agreed. again i don't disagree with people saying it's one of the weaker seasons yeah especially because i mean like four five s- yeah but <laughs> fi- four five and six uh, i uh, mean especially were, were so like good. masterpieces yeah. the first three were very solid but very slow building because it was world building character building yeah. you know seven was good but a little rushed as well oh i loved seven um, too. yeah i enjoyed it but like Four, five, and six were like pinnacles to me. They yeah. were masterpieces. You know, all the episodes that I described as yeah. my favorite come from those seasons. And I think those are my favorites too. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, okay. So in this episode, I mean, we've with episode five, Varus is gone. Jamie and Cersei is gone. Um, Danny's gone full Mad Queen. She's taken over King's Landing. What the fuck? Um, and John is like what just happened right he's like what the fuck and Tyrion is devastated absolutely devastated so now it's i mean that was the penultimate episode this is the last episode of game of thrones ever and uh it aired on sunday uh just you know a day or so ago uh, and by the way every motherfucker who signed that petition watched that finale of they did. <laughs> every single one of them yeah so we get this final episode and I don't know. Uh, I was satisfied. Me too. Yes, I had issues. I didn't think it was the best finale ever. But ultimately, I was satisfied. Um, first of all, you have, which I thought was was really quite touching, Tyrion um, finding Jamie and Cersei. Yeah. Because he had told... I, I totally um, He had told Jamie how to escape. Yeah. Under the So catacombs. he went to look for him, yeah. Yeah. Now, I do agree... That uh, when he went to find them, he finds them under this rubble, but there's all this clear open space. And I'm kind of like, if they had just moved to the left, yeah. they would have been there's okay. there's so many memes on that too now. I know. Uh, so I do agree with that. That's, yeah. It's a bit odd. But uh, otherwise, how would they show him finding them, obviously? Right. But when he finds Jamie, and I, I felt like his grief was for both of them, actually. Yeah. Obviously, Jamie the most, but I felt it was for both of them. And Jamie and Cersei are like almost like hugging each other, yeah. but they are crushed. They're It's confirmed. They're, they're, dead. they're dead. Yeah. Um, good scene. And, yeah, very emotional. He's he's so devastated. I mean, he's the last Lannister. He's yeah. it. Just the the imp, you know. Um, and then he uh, then it has that incredible scene. Uh, the the, uh, the the what do you call it? The imagery. It's probably my favorite. Part. Yeah, the imagery where um da- Daenerys comes down on her dragon, and then she walks off, and the wings come mm-hmm. out, and she as looks if they're like, her own. Yeah, like she looks like a demon. Yeah, like you know the, the dragon queen. Yeah, uh, that imagery was incredible. And there was a lot of gray and yeah. um, gray tones in that whole thing. It looked really like a city in germany where hitler had just blown up the city and again apparently she took inspiration from hitler 
in terms because she gives this whole speech you know yeah. and all the dothraki who are i mean they're savages so that they're, they're just killers they're raping yeah. women and yeah, killing children killers. and they're all celebrating they've just like you know butchered this entire city city, you know and the uh the unsullied with gray worm i mean they just live to serve you know and she's their queen so they don't really see right or wrong um and she gives that whole speech and and she makes gray worm like the master of war and it is a very kind of hitler-esque yeah tyrannical speech yeah my favorite part and this is actually probably one of my favorite things in the entire episode is when Tyrion walks up behind her the way he's looking at her and when he throws I his... I thought he was going to try and kill her. Yeah. At first I did too and I was like, yeah, no, 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 I don't think so. Uh, when it, it was ev- actually even more powerful to me that he openly is like, I'm done with you. Yeah, she said, you know, you committed treason, you freed your brother. And he's like, yeah, I did. And, you know, he's dead, you know. And then he, yeah, he takes off his... Uh, pin. The, his pin showing he's the hand to the yeah. queen. And he throws it and she's like, take him away. Well, her now, eyes are like, she goes really like, yeah. oh my God, another one that's yeah. betraying me. And I did think again, I understand for plot, they had to do this. You would think her and Grey One would instantly just execute him. But obviously it's Tyrion. Everyone yeah. loves him. They can't just be off with him. So they take him away well, and he gets imprisoned. she kind of loves him. I don't know. Even though she's gone mad. You know, he's bitten her hand for, what, several years now? Yeah, a couple of years. Well, you're right. Again, like, she's not pure evil. No. I don't believe that so, she's pure evil. That wasn't weird to me yeah. that she didn't kill him. I think it just shows that she would be another tyrant. Oh, totally. I mean, she says, we're just going to take all the all the lands and we're going to do it with fire and blood. Yeah. So there will be more of this, you know? Yeah. It, it, she wouldn't rule with a clear head, with real justice. She was power hungry. Totally. You know, that, that was the problem. Um... Okay, so this was shocking to me how soon this happened because John, um, f- well, first of all, he talks to Tyrion, yeah. you know, and they have the whole speech and, you know, basically they conspire kind of silently to kill the queen. Well, he's very unwilling, but right. Tyrion's just like, you're the only one that can do right. this. You're the only one who can do it. You're the only one who should be the true ruler because you are the, yeah. you have the rightful claim to the throne. Um, but she, she's got to go. I, I was wrong. You know, and a lot of people are talking about, you know, Tyrion was the smartest guy ever, you know. Well, then how is he so stupid? Well, I, again, in terms of Cersei, it's his sister. It, it, you know, it's his family. I, he couldn't, he didn't want to believe that he couldn't turn her. With Khaleesi, Daenerys Targaryen, I mean, he, he when have you believed in something and found you were wrong? It happens all the time yeah. in real life. And this is a fucking fantasy show. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's kind of a weird thing to criticize. He wanted to believe in her so yeah. bad. Yeah. But anyway, so they kind of have that whole speech. And then John goes uh, to the Red Keep and Drogon is there. And I don't know if he's covered in snow or ash yeah. or something. That was cool. Yeah. And again, it's kind of, it's unspoken, but bec- the the. Drogon is a smart dragon. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly he knows that he's a Targaryen or something. You know, he's already rode the, uh, yeah. the other dragons, but he lets Jon through. And then Jon has this confrontation with, with Daenerys, you know, and she's there at the Iron Throne. And uh, she's justifying, you know, all she's trying she's to justify done. what she's done. And he's like, have you been down there? Have you seen all the women, all the children, everyone burnt? And she's like, they used their yeah. morality against me you know that was used against me and I, I had to go through it and then you know she comes up to him and she's like let's roll together let's do it together let's break the wheel together again kind of showing that she just she won't stop you know yeah. i mean i again that's and he why, realizes at that moment well i think won't. he already knew i think yeah. he was kind of resolved um, or he was hoping maybe yeah I don't know i think he went is... in there not with a full plan to do it oh you don't think so no. See, i think he did when they embraced, I was like, oh, shit, John's going to do yeah. it. You know, because everyone was kind of talking, oh, shit, she's got to go. Yeah. Like someone's got it. She's got to go. Um, to me, it was just so tragic and bittersweet and poetic that Jon Snow is yeah. the one who who kills her. So, yeah, they embrace. They kiss. He's like, you'll always be my queen. She's like, rule with me. He's like, you'll always be my queen. And he fucking stabs her through the heart. Yeah. You know, and she bleeds through her nose and mouth, falls down in his arms, and he's devastated, but he's done it. And I don't know, to me, it made sense. Totally. Don't you think? And what proceeds next was actually my favorite thing in the whole episode. With what, burning with the throne? Oh, with yeah, Drogon? because it, it, what it signifies, people couldn't, some people didn't understand 
what that signified. It had but a lot of symbology to it. It had so much symbology because the dragon, like you said, he's smart. Right. He's like... That's this, the thing. People like, the dragon doesn't the know fault. what he's doing. Yes, he yes. does. He's a fucking dragon. Again, he's like, he's burning the thing creature. that killed her. Yeah, he's burning the thing. <laughs> he can't kill John because yeah. clearly there's some connection there. He yeah. knows it's a carrion. And then he's like, all this was for this throne. So yeah, yeah Drogon fucking burns I fucking and incinerates so the Iron Throne. I watched this episode with 500 like... Oh, you were in Vegas yeah. for like I a was Game in a of beer, Thrones I was in a beer party. garden at the Hofbrauhaus with like all these people. There were 10 screens. And as you and can Serena imagine... Serena was dressed up as Khaleesi, right? <laughs> yeah, she get, immediately gets interviewed by the news. It was really funny. Um, of course, that's Serena. <laughs> yeah. But we're sitting there and obviously it was rowdy and people were yelling. But at that moment, I mean... The whole place went nuts. Yeah. Everyone loved it. So everyone there understood it. So those right. that didn't, I'm like, I don't know. It makes total sense. It, it makes sense to me. It, it's tragic. Yeah. And that's Game of Thrones. Whoever thought, I mean, everyone's like, John and Danny should just rule together and have kids. It was never going to no. have like a Disney happy ending. Of it course not. It was never going to happen. So it was sad. Don't get me wrong. It was, you know. I uh, didn't even, actually cry at that point. No, neither I did I because it had to be done. Yeah. It made sense. I felt horrible that he had to do it. Totally. Because obviously it, it ruined him. It destroyed him. For a split second, I thought that possibly Arya was at the other side of the room and like threw her knife into her heart because you didn't immediately see it. Oh, right. You heard it. So I thought maybe that's what happened, but no. See, Arya in the last few episodes really doesn't do anything because no. she had her glorious did, moment yeah, yeah. with the Night King. She's sort of me, seeing it through. <laughs> that was okay. Yeah, that was you okay. Know, again, it was odd for a character arc that suddenly she's just like, you know what? I'm done. Vacay. I just stand on the side. <laughs> but you couldn't end better for her in terms of a kill. Agreed. It was, it was incredible. So, okay. So here with this scene, Drogon is so pissed he burns the iron throne to uh you know a crisp and then he takes um daenerys and he just flies off you know now this is where i do feel it suffered from being rushed and too short because then it just fades to black and like a bunch of time has passed it's weeks maybe yeah. months see i didn't even get that right. at first i was like wait what's happening <laughs> i think it would have actually aided the storyline if you filled in kind of what happened yeah. gray worm maybe trying to kill john but then Some, others yeah, like you I can't expected. do this and but instead it just fades to black suddenly daenerys is gone and then next thing you know gray worm is pulling Tyrion out of a prison cell. He's got this huge beard. Yeah. And Danny, my wife, was like, not Daenerys, Danny, my wife. Oh, yeah. yeah, my wife's the mad queen. <laughs> was like, you know, did Tyrion suddenly grow a beard? And that's when I realized, oh shit, you're right. I think a Time's bunch of time has passed. Yeah. And again, it was a bit odd that Tyrion in chains, still in prison, was being pulled out to this big council of yeah. all the royalty to decide who should be king. It makes sense to me because he, what he, he spoke sooth. But right. it was kind of odd that they were looking for counsel from, like, this imprisoned yeah, guy. I agree. Yeah, that you know, was So odd. there were things like that were kind of strange. And now you see all these people suddenly, the, the, the kid who used to, like, suck his mother's, you know, tits <laughs> and drink milk, even yeah. when he was, like, 12, is now this big, like, super buff hot guy that yeah. there's all these memes about. And Sans is there. Arya's there. Brianne's there. You know, all the, you know, people. Um, uh, Theon's sister is back in there. Uh, and it's a big council meeting to basically figure out what the hell do we do? And again, they didn't really fill in with Grey Worm because he was kind of enraged and now he's just kind of chill with it all. And you can tell he's angry and resentful, but that yeah, was a bit odd. It was. It, it seemed a bit too right. light for So him. I think they could have, yeah. instead of blacking it out, they could have filled that in better. Yeah. But again, I can't change it. And it didn't make me go, oh, now this is just crap. You I, know, know. I don't feel that way. Agreed. Um. And, you know, and I love that, you know, so basically they they have this like council meeting to figure out what to do. Tyrion gives this whole speech, which is what he does best. And, yep. you know, kind of talks out we need to break the change. We need to break the cycle. You know, all these, you know, dynasties who just are power hungry and there's killing and war. That, that's that's choose something else. Yeah. You know, I, I love that scene. That was great from Sansa when she's like her uncle. Yeah, who's like sit a, down. He's like a character you've seen like once or twice. And he's like trying to say I should be the king. She's like, uncle, sit down. That was <laughs> like, great. Dude, <laughs> that yeah. was awesome. But basically he says Bran should do it. Bran yeah. should become the king. 
I mean, he's a Stark. He's the three-eyed raven. He sees the past. He knows the future. He's clear-minded. He, he, he's not ruled by his emotions. And he doesn't want it. So people, and he doesn't want it. So people hated that. It made sense to me. It made sense to me too. Number one, because it was totally unexpected. That's what Game of Thrones does. Yes. Number two, it made sense. I mean, the Night King, what was his goal? To kill the three-eyed raven yeah. so he could rule the lands. So it made, made sense to me that me he too. could be king. You know, and he's supposed to be king of the seven kingdoms. I do like that Sansa's like, ah, actually, I'm going to keep the north. Yeah. And he's like, okay. <laughs> you know, so suddenly he's the king of the Which six kingdoms. Which I liked too. I thought that was good. She deserved it. Yeah. She's come a long way, you know. So she, she, they decide Sansa's going to be the queen of the north and Bran is, you know, elected king, king of the six kingdoms. Um, and then Jon Snow, who's also been imprisoned and has like a huge beard, um, they basically decide to um, banish him, to banish the him wall, back yeah. to the, uh, the the what's it called? The Night's the Wall, the Night's yeah. Watch, yeah. the Night's Watch yeah. again, kind of where he started. Yeah. Um, now, again, I do agree the whole fact that he's a Targaryen and stuff kind of then had absolutely no meaning. But I mean, that's because he had just kind of killed the queen. And again, yeah. as he, you know, as a Targaryen, it just carries on that kind of dynasty of families, and they just wanted to break away from that. So that's why it didn't bother me. It didn't really bother me either. Yeah. And I and I liked that he went back to the wall because it's where he really wanted to be. Yeah, exactly. Well, and we'll talk about his. I mean, obviously, it's kind of tragic what happens to him because he's like the hero of the I whole know. show, and he had to kill the person he loves. But that's Jon Snow, and also that's why he never would have made a good king. I agree because the guy was far too heroic and noble, and he never wanted it and a little bit of a pussy i mean yes I mean, he's a hero i don't agree that he's a pussy because he's like fought and won almost every battle but i get what you're saying i don't mean in in his actions no yeah. he's won brilliant wars and so forth but he he's a bit weak in the sense that yes if you don't want to be king there's something there that you don't want to take right. responsibility you know yeah. you don't want to well, run well, he it. didn't want it he did he never wanted all this power yeah you know, that's why... Don't get me wrong, I love Jon Snow. Yeah, that's why when we talk about his ending, it, it's kind of fitting. Yeah. Because you get the idea, it's left to your imagination. I think he'll be happy. Yeah. You know, he'll probably find a Ygritte number two. And, yeah. You know, I thought that too. I was you like, know you know, I mean? he'll be happy over yeah. there with um, Tormund, you yeah. know, at the well, wall. Well, we're going to talk about that anyway. But um, so now Tyrion... Um, Bran also decides that Tyrion is going to become the Hand of the King. And he's like, I don't want it. After yeah. all I've been through, I don't want it. He's like, I, and I don't want to be king. And that's why you're going to do it. You're going to spend the rest of your life repairing the mistakes you've made. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Yeah, it made too. sense to me. And Tyrion would be great as a Hand of the King. Um, S Sam becomes the, the Grand Meister. I yeah. love that. Uh, Bronn, if you think about it, is the one dude who really won the Game of Thrones. He gets his castle. He becomes Bran, a fucking... Yeah. yeah, well, it's Bran is the king. And then Bronn is the guy who was sent to shoot Tyrion and Jaime oh, with the yeah, arrow. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sorry, and yeah. He gets his castle. That's he, right. He becomes a big king Earl. King of Highgarden. Yeah, blah, king blah, of Highgarden. I mean, that guy freaking won in spades. You know, it was so funny. Uh, Dav I like that guy, yeah, though. Davos is part of the High Council. Brienne is now the king's guard. Podrick is a, a knight's guard. Um, and they, they have that whole kind of council meeting. I like meeting. that scene. People are dissing it. I, I liked it. I loved it. it. I thought it was funny. Yeah. There were there were things about it like being cheesy and da da da. And I was like, no, it was brilliant. It showed that then they're going to be together. a happy, light-hearted yeah. council. Well, and that they would be just and fair yeah. and they would kind of try and rule. <laughs> and rebuild the brothels. Yeah, that's what I got. Yeah, I know that whole. <laughs> that was funny. I once went into a brothel with a, what was it, a donkey and a honeycomb. <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah, it was Money cheesy. for the brothels. <laughs> but it was in character. Yeah. Like, yes, he was always with the horse. Yeah, like, exactly. Anyway. Okay, and then th there is, I actually thought it was a very touching moment. People kind of bitched about it, where um, Brianna of Tarth um, writes Jamie Lannister's story in the history books. That I didn't love. Why not? Because... He died protecting his queen. You know, he left her. She was devastated when he left. You know, she's standing there crying... You know, he took a virginity. She, she she loved him. Right. And then he still, like, look, he, w his character arc was right for him, right. but not for her. It was awful what he did to her. I don't and think she he was loved devastated. Brianne no. romantically. No, no, no. I right. don't think so he either, but she did. She, she did it for her. Yeah. She loved him. And she. Or maybe it was just, you know, he took a virginity. <laughs> <laughs> like, he yeah. was her first, you know? <laughs> maybe. But. 
but no, there's, I mean, their story, you know, yeah. really comes up together. She did love him. Well, that's why it was touching to me, just to see I her just, I mean, I think it story. made her a little too weak in, okay. in the... I didn't love it. Okay. All right. I get it. It's the I only mean, thing in that episode, amazing, honestly, but... I didn't love. Okay. No worries. We'll, we'll move on from that. Um, but okay. So Jon Snow, he's now like the queen killer. He's yeah. banished uh, to Castle Black, uh, you know, and he has that farewell with Sansa. She's like, I tried. I'm sorry. Can you forgive me? He's like, yeah, sure. You're going to be the queen. You've got everything you want. It'll do great. Um, and again, Arya, when it, you know he says goodbye to her, it's just the only thing that was a bit weird to me is she was that kind of fragile girl again. Right. Not her badass cold. That's the only thing I found a bit odd. But she's always like that when she's with him. Like when they hug and say not goodbye. When and... she hugged and said, don't forget who you are from the family. Like, true. I will stab you true, in the true. ass if you fuck with us. Like, she's been nothing but badass. Again, it was a minor thing. But yeah, I see. Suddenly after the hound told her to basically snap out of it, it's like she instantly did. It was just kind yeah. of weird. But she basically says that she's going to go west of west and she's going to go be a pirate and explore unknown lands. And I'm so excited for that because all I can think about is <laughs> Arya the Explorer. Yeah, me spin too. Spinoff. I mean, that is such spinoff potential. Yeah, she's agreed. so young, so they could get five, six, seven, eight seasons of totally. an incredible show. You know, maybe Gendry will show up and other characters. So I, I would love that. And Joe, Jon Snow cameos here yeah, and there. Yeah, who knows, you know. Oh, they're bringing something back. Whether they bring it back in some years or Well, there are several spinoffs spin in yeah. production, apparently. Yeah, yeah and then Grey Worm just kind of leaves with the Unsullied to go... Yeah. Yeah. to the beaches the land of masande where they can be free yeah um but that wasn't tied up very well no uh but whatever you know um and then uh yeah and then you see this final montage and i kind of i i liked that last montage of sansa becoming the queen Me of too. the north aria going off on the the ship you know on adventures and then Jon snow kind of going to the night's uh you know watch um, and uh, meeting up with Tormund, Tormund, and then they... What's weird, so he was going to the uh, Castle Black, but then he basically just leaves and goes with the wild things. He goes with Tormund into the wild with, you know, uh, with ghosts, which we'll talk about, but he, he basically just leaves with the wild things. Yeah, I didn't quite get that right. either, but, you know, they watch the gate close, and I don't know, maybe they were... No, they're they're on the other side, and he's leaving with all of the wildlings. Right, but doesn't uh, that was a bit odd to me? Get me, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but in in earlier seasons at the Night's Watch, don't they let people like in and out and through and yeah, so I don't, forth? I don't, I don't know. totally know. And also, I thought the Night King brought down the wall, so I've got to admit that was a bit confusing. He brought to down me. most of the wall. Yeah, I so guess. maybe this is a part he didn't bring down. I don't know. But then why? Didn't it they was just, a bit confusing. Why didn't they yeah. just go to the part that was already destroyed? <laughs> but. I like that he didn't just stay at the, you know, Castle Black. Also, there's nothing really to protect anymore. Right. Well, you don't really know that because White Walkers were gone for thousands of years and then they came back. But to me, it made sense yeah. that he, you know, went with Tormund and the, and, and the Wildlings because they were his friends. They respected him. He could start anew. He could find, a you know, a woman. He could shag, have a family. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, that made sense. Totally. And then, of course, what people were bitching about so much in like episode four or whatever was how he just left Tormund <laughs> and he gave Ghost his dialogue yeah. to Tormund. People were going nuts over that. And now we know why, yeah. because they obviously knew what was going to happen to Jon Snow. And we get that reunion yeah. with him and Ghost, which was, really cute. Which was beautiful. Yeah. I love that. And that's the first time you see him smile like he's just True. happy to be with his direwolf. No judgment. I thought that was beautiful. Um, again, it was very tragic. It was very bittersweet. And, uh, you know, was I blown away? Mm. No. Episode three is the only episode that blew me away. But I was satisfied. Agreed. Yeah, it didn't give you that feeling of like the Battle of the Bastards, that third episode, etc. Yeah, it wasn't where you exhilarated. Were like, wow. But I was happy and relieved. Well, it was a very character-driven finale wasn't yeah. it you know it was quite bittersweet quite slow it the was only... ribbons ribbons on everything right. you well know? the only thing that really happens the only big event is him killing Daenerys yeah you know the rest is just wrapping everything up but it was satisfying 
You know, that's yeah. what I like. I agree. Know. That's how I felt. Exactly. Yeah. And I was glad you felt that way when I saw, you know, your initial post. I was like, yeah, I, I hope Tony's not one of the ones that hates it. Well, a lot of people say, well, you love everything. I'm like, no, I don't. No, that's uh, not do true you want at me all. to talk about Fate and the Furious? You know, yeah. Transformers. I mean, there's a lot of things, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey. You know, a lot of things I, I can crap all over or even acclaimed movies like Arrival or things like that. I mean, that's things I don't like. But A... Everyone has a right to their opinion. Totally. To me, I don't get all butthurt that people hate it so much. But I also feel sad for the, the true fans who love the show so much, who now just think it's the biggest piece of shit. Because I don't think that's true. No. And what's the point no. of being a fan of something if, if it's just ruined for you? Yeah, I agree. Uh, maybe try and look at it through a different lens. Yeah. You know, because the truth is, even with this finale, Game of Thrones is a monumental and groundbreaking achievement for television. 100%. Many of these episodes were more epic in scale, more beautiful, aesthetic than any movie you would see in a theater. Of Wouldn't course. you agree? Absolutely. And, and that's the most important thing. And also, it was the writers, the producers, it, it was their story to tell, not ours. Yeah. So enjoy the story, enjoy the ride. You, the, nobody... <laughs> can write and direct a show that will make everyone happy. Never. It's never, never going happen. to happen. It's never going to be perfect. Other than maybe, as I said, like, you know, the Breaking Bad finale or the Six Feet Under finale, you know, which are some either. finale, you know, but but those shows <laughs> actually have problems, you know. Yeah, Friends. Which and is very like easy that. to do. Yeah, it's not very hard. It's a hard. sitcom. <laughs> but, you know, and as I said, what was funny is after it ended, I felt empty. Yeah. I felt this like sense of loss for like two of days. Course. You yeah. know, totally. Um, but yeah, you're never gonna satisfy everyone. Um, so I just think those those who really were upset, you know, take a chill pill, smoke a cigarette, take a little break. Start from the beginning. Start from the beginning. Look at it through a different lens. Find something to enjoy. Otherwise, what's well, the point? Yeah, then you're kind of screwed. It's you like know? why bother? putting all that negativity and anger towards it when it's not going to change yeah. what you've got in front of you. So take that art and try to look at it in a good way. Yeah, find find positives from it yeah. so you can have some sense of fulfillment. And here's the other thing as well. Again, you're never going to please everyone. No. They, they could have changed what happened with the characters. They could have added more episodes. Maybe they could have even done one more season. You would never satisfy everyone, no. even if they did that. Yeah. You know? All good things must come to an end. Uh, again, I mean, I don't know what we're going to watch now. I mean, that's actually a total lie. Stranger Things. Stranger Things. You know, so many things out there. Rick Handmaid's and, Tales Rick out Rick and Morty month. season four. Woo! Oh, you know? Handmaid's Tale. I know you love that. So, yeah, th there's so much more out yeah. there. But I don't know if there is anything on this scale. Yeah, that everyone, you know talks about and is watching on that same night and you know it's just that kind of phenomenon like obsessive yeah. fanfare yeah no i don't know anything that's like that that's yeah. uh out right now yeah so i'm happy i was satisfied i'm happy you were satisfied yeah. i'm sorry for those that weren't um i did actually just start re-watching it right from season one i actually watched the first episode straight after the finale you're not the only one when yeah. i w went home to where i was staying that's what they were doing because it was so <laughs> fascinating to see all the characters, you know, Peter so Dinklage young. with his Justin Timberlake, you know, <laughs> blonde-tipped yeah. hair, and Arya, who's like and 10. Bran, who are little babies. Yeah. And I, it was just so, it was really fascinating. I'll, I'll rewatch the whole thing multiple times because I still, like, because it was now so long ago, I don't remember so many details. Yeah. And now it's one of those things you have to watch over and over again. And I exactly. will. And I will. Anyway, I'm glad you liked it. I enjoyed it. It was satisfying. I'm sad it's gone. Uh, I'm excited to see more. I mean, we have a whole Lord of the Rings show coming I to Amazon. Know. that Apparently, they've spent half a billion dollars on or Let's something hope insane it's good. like that. All right. Well, I think that was a good chat. I feel better. I finally got to vent. Do you, anything else you want to say about Game of Thrones? Because this is it. No one's going to talk no. about Game of Thrones anymore. I, I doubt that somehow. The memes just don't stop. It's true. It'll probably um, be never ending. <laughs> but having said that, no, I was happy. Um, yeah, I feel good. How now. was Serena, our friend who's a, 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 a an actress who went with you to that party in full, in cosplay. full Khaleesi cosplay? How was she when Khaleesi died? 
Oh, she she totally expected it. And okay. she had called that it would be him. Oh, really? She was pretty happy with the episode. There were a few things, you know, of issue. But she, like me, was very satisfied. Yeah. Yeah. That is the best word. Like, I wasn't blown away. Yeah. But I was I satisfied. Was happy. I couldn't have done it better myself. <laughs> That's really not. the Neither point. Neither could I. <laughs> you know, and a lot of people were bitching online. I was like, well, how would you have done it? And I'm sorry, the things they came up with were preposterous. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway, Game of Thrones, we love you. I'm going to go cry now because I feel sad. Aww. But there you go. It's okay, Tony. All right, everyone. Good night. Good night. Thanks so much, as always, for listening to another new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. And thank you to HBO and Game of Thrones for years and years of epic entertainment. I will need to find something else to watch now, religiously. As always, don't forget to leave a review on iTunes. Five stars would be amazing. They're really helpful. Also, you can follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Tony the Movie Guy. Also, you can email us at any time at TonyTheMovieGuyPodcast at gmail.com. And lastly, we have a lovely sponsor, Great Oral Health. And if you love us and want to support us, show some support to our sponsor. They are amazing. They have several great products. You can find their website and the promo code in the show notes below to receive 15% off of your order from Great Oral Health today. Have a great week, guys. Bye-bye.